Hello and welcome to MindFuel, the podcast that inspires you to turn thoughts into action through thought-provoking conversation. Listen in and welcome your hosts, KJ and Chet. Hey, this is MindFuel. We're going to be doing something slightly different. We call this the bleep test. Chet! ready so we're gonna be saying things back and forth making each other uncomfortable asking hard questions and chet has to answer as quickly as he can as fast as he can same in reversal here we go first question how to deal with idiots two way you can toxic people that's what i would say so toxic people you can try and you can't repel them you might be surrounded they might be still your family and friends so at the end they listen and then execute in a different direction. Or you try and move away from the toxic people. Okay, good, good, good. My question is consuming. How do you stop consuming? Be a creator, create, create, create. If you don't create, you'll most likely end up being a consumer. Remedy is create and invent and innovate. That's it. My question for you is how do you create experiences with your family? Oh, that's easy. Just do things which are uncomfortable for you. Tick everything off. You know, skiing, go-karting, bowling, uh, snowboarding, going for a walk, going for a bike. Just tick everything off. Do things that will make your family feel uncomfortable. You know, it's no point going bowling every Saturdays. Use that money and time to do something else. You know, I heard so many people this year said, oh, I went to Devon and Cornwall. I've never been there before. It's so amazing. Why? COVID forced us to stay within England. Appreciate so the one house. Yeah. Whereas everyone went to Spain and Portugal, whereas like try and think differently and invest in experiences which are in your city or your county or in the UK. Okay, good. I'm ready for you. Come on, Chad. Mm, Values. <laughs> so for me, what happens when you have no values and you don't actually even understand what your values are? Okay. If you have no values, you have no purpose. You have no aim. You have no bullseye. And values are the things that you pass on to your children. You don't pass on an inheritance, which is just money. If you don't pass on the values and you just pass on money, guess what? The kids will blow the money. They won't understand the work ethic you put. You don't want to understand why you worked so hard. So if you pass on money without values, you're ruining your kids. If you if it's like passing on a tech company to a novice who doesn't understand the values of the company, why they created in the first place. So values are important. Without values, you have no direction, you have no focus. So take time to invest in values. My question for you, Chet, define toxic masculinity. Oh, I think it's fueled by egos. So I'd say for me, being a, a man myself, I was born a man, but I created the gender of man. So you have to think about the personalities that I have. Yeah. Is I'm quite feminine as well at the same time. I'm surrounded by beautiful women, my oh, wife, my mother, and my two beautiful daughters. So I'm outnumbered. So I have to be more emotionally intelligent to behave more, to see as a more of a ma- gender role. So men and women's thinking is completely different. Okay. So I try and understand both. Where the masculine is ego, I'm the biggest guy in the room. Yeah. For me, the strength comes in being the smallest man in the room. Being uncertain and people not sure what you're about creates strength. So think about that. Dress humble. Be humble. Act dumb. That's a strength. 
When you know the answer, let someone else give the answer. Fuel their ego. But when a lot of men come in the same room, all want to be the top boy in the room, that's when it becomes dangerous. Very toxic. So for me would be change. How do you change when it's been the same for years and years and years? Gosh, change. Oh, change is hard. That's why most humans don't like change, right? Change is hard. That's why people tend to be loyal customers, <laughs> right? So how you change is the only thing that can make you change is when something forces you to change. Sometimes, unfortunately, this could be a trauma. This could be losing someone. This could be actually a positive trauma could be you winning the lottery. Because most of the traumas I've mentioned normally are negative, but then you could have a positive trauma. Suddenly your life has changed. Suddenly you've won the lottery, right? You're gonna start feeling all these pressures where people are asking you, hey, how are you handling your investment? How are you doing this? Guess what? You've never done maths. You've never, you've never even looked at your, at your, at your, at your bill for the end of the month. Maybe you've been living, you know, cash to, 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 to mouth all the time. And suddenly now you have to think about living an inheritance that's forced to change. And now you have to do something. So I'll say trauma tends to create change, but sometimes you can create a forced trauma yourself. You can either start doing something that's very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. Give you an example. If you drive to work every day, I dare you to walk to work. That's a trauma. Guess what? You're gonna realize that some people who drive have no regard for you who walk. That's a trauma, right? And I'll say always be ready to create a trauma that's gonna cause you to knock you off your normal rhythm, and that's how you create change. Get knocked off your rhythm. And my question for you, Chet, is simple. You ready? You ready? Who's ready, bro? <laughs> All right. How do you nurture someone who doesn't want to grow? You got to water everything around it. Explain. So you can't water someone who doesn't want watering. So if you're in a forest and you see a small tree, actually you see lots of small trees all about 10 meters tall, like outside KG's house. But then what you do, you start watering all the trees around it because that tree doesn't want it. I'm okay. I don't need it. I'm comfortable. I'm happy. I've got money. I've got cars. Okay. okay. You water everything around them. And hopefully you, they'll realize that, wait a minute, they've watered in a different way. They create some happiness. They create contentment. They were grateful. They serve the community. And other trees will grow quicker than them, faster than them. Yeah. That's the only way they can change. You can't force change on someone. That's right. So therefore, for me, I just water the forest. And if they want to take some water, and in theory, what they try and do is to grow deep roots so they can nick other trees' water. <laughs> because true. that's what they do. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I stop that. I cut them roots. I'm like, look, bro, you need to grow your roots down, not across. Because if you grow them across, you're absorbing other trees' water. For me, go deep roots going down. Find your energy and your water downwards, not across. Because he's got money, let me see what I can do with that guy. Yeah, no, no, create your own money, your own hustle. Do you know what I mean? And then you can all grow together. Wow, I love it. I love it, Chet. I love it, Chet. I know you've been- Oh, question, question. Okay, <laughs> what prep work can you do to become a father? Wow, prep work simple. Listen to a podcast about fatherhood. 
Like how many people have ever listened to a podcast about being a father? Listen to men who are already fathers. Ask questions, the uncomfortable questions. Be willing to change and happy in your honestly if you haven't changed the diaper in your life and you think suddenly you're gonna do it when the kids come you're sadly mistaken like i like what this guy said someone said people think that when you become rich suddenly you you start saving your money no you start being able to learn the habit of saving your money when you don't have anything then when you have every when you got more money guess what you that means you can save more mm-hmm. it's simple you don't some of these habits that you think they are gonna suddenly appear from heaven or you rub a crystal ball and boom there it is you need to learn be willing to learn because most people think it just happens overnight it doesn't but anyway here's my question to you Chet. how do you maintain being emotionally vulnerable and yet being a strong father husband and friend great question I'm going to answer the first part always show your weaknesses forget about showing strength show your weakness because that is strength you know with my beautiful daughters I always have a conversation I'm just giving them this this, this fatherhood I'm giving it a go yeah I'm only 42 years old and I don't know what I'm doing but my strategy is this I've only got learned from my own father okay and my uncles around me yeah and my nephews and nieces so I don't know what the outcome is everyone's looking at the outcome I want my kids to be great yeah you don't know that yeah my father's not even here to see me if i turned out great yeah. right now i should have sold my mum's house moved her in and bought a bigger house that's the solution but i chose not to because at the end of the day, that's not the right choice to make yeah so at the end of the day you got to think about that emotional intelligence weakness is key it's okay to say i got it wrong i wasn't right i was a bit of an idiot that's yeah. okay that's part of the process strength as you just mentioned what is strong there is no strong Strong is almost a false perspective. Exactly. When people say, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. That's false. It's almost your strongness being protective. Any trauma, such as grief, losing jobs, losing income, divorces, all these are traumas. Yeah. You've got to live with them. You know, I I disagree so many people. You'll move on. You'll never move on. You can just move forward. You know, the pain of you know, miscarriages for me, or losing my father for grief, you know, uh, bullying, all these things are still within me. Yeah. You know, when that boy bullied me when I was 12 years old, that trauma's with me. I don't move on from that. You know, when he put me down and kicked me in the ribs and kept kicking and kept kicking, my reaction is still in me. I still remember that memory for the rest of my life. Mm. But I have to move forward from that. That's right. It's not about, I see that bully, I want to beat him up. That's not going to solve anything. That's what too many movies, you know, revenge. Here's a question. Most movie action movies are about revenge. Always. And that revenge will never solve the problem. You've got to rise above. Rise so my above question it. back to D, uh, KJ, let's yeah. go deep. How's it been being a black man and trying to be an entrepreneur where it's easier being a brown man and being an entrepreneur? Okay. Well, how is it? Well, I'll be, I'll speak plainly. It's freaking hard because the first thing you need to change is your mindset. Then the second thing you need to change is your perception of not really caring what people think because you know your vision and you know what you're going to affect. Because guess what? I've learned this now. When you're going through the process, only your close friends and people who believe in you cheer you on. But when you're big at the top, guess what? You've suddenly you've got a crowd 
who silently believed and knew that you could make it all this time. That's the dichotomy of being on this journey. You have to be willing to have your core people who encourage you and be uncomfortable and learn things and be willing to be the black sheep of the family when you're first starting off. But things soon change when things start looking good. That's all I know. That's what I've learned. And I've learned that you shouldn't really care if people are not gonna give you constructive criticism and they just wanna tear down it, they wanna tear down the tower without actually reinforcing the concrete and the foundation, then why are we building? That's what I'm saying. And for me, Chad, I wanna ask you one last question. As we're wrapping this thing up, the bleep test, right? How do you, how do you... <laughs> getting tired, man. <laughs> I know, I am, I am, I'm getting tired. Okay, how do you inspire the next generation listening right now okay our easy one you can't people want to be inspired by people who have done it before you can't you have to inspire yourself you got to have a thing that you have one chance you're one of one as kj always says yeah you know there's seven billion you're one of one and Unique. i know there's people saying heaven is a better place and i love someone said this is heaven this is your opportunity of living life people say that there'll be a better life in heaven why has anyone come back and told us that this is heaven. This is the life that we live in. Wherever you're born, India, Africa, England, now. opportunities. This is the now. now. So wherever, everyone's always want to look for something better. I'm going to move to Australia because it'll be better. But you've never been. I want to go to London because it's a better life. But you've never been. Exactly. So live in the present. I'm so blessed. I was born in Leicester. I was so blessed that my daughter has walked to school and she's not had any racist impact because she feels she fits in. Whereas I've gone to Norfolk and Suffolk and Norwich and all these other environments which look beautiful. But Whoa. I can feel that I'm different. So I'm blessed to live down in Leicester and walk down the street and I actually don't think what people think about me. Exactly. As KJ's a black African and I'm an Asian Indian guy, I feel quite okay in Leicester because I maybe just feel comfortable. But I feel yeah, very uncomfortable in other places. Yeah. When I studied in Leeds in 97, it was very uncomfortable. Mm. So for me, the question back to what KJ said is being yourself. Yes. You can only inspire yourself, yourself. to what you want to do. I, I can't inspire people. They're looking at, you know, no offense. I've been to Anthony Robbins, Gary Vree. We went last couple of years ago. Yeah, we did. He's trying to inspire these young people and some people are pumped up. But guess what? On Monday morning, they go back to routine exactly. because they're not inspired. Yeah. People watch the Olympics and they're like, I want to be a runner. I want to be a swimmer. I want to be Usain Bolt. Yes. But Usain Bolt's trained for four years to run 10 seconds. Are you Crazy. willing to put the grind in? That's where the inspired part isn't. So for me, just put the work in. Forget being inspired because there's always someone bigger and better than you. Exactly. But that bigger and better, that one person was always at the bottom. And you need to remember that. That's right. How many legacies have come up? You know, you know, you look at a Hilton family and you look at all these successful CoreFresh family yeah. and even maybe the Facebook and Apple family. They've, most of them have died. They're not family-run businesses more. Warren Buffett is that, but what's next? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So legacy is hard to contain because at the end of the day, they don't have been inspired to one. You know, no offense, when you're a millionaire, you're inspired to a billionaire. But guess what? If I was a kid and I'm already a billionaire, what inspires me? Exactly. You know, music artists produce a number one selling album, but what inspires them like Kylie Minogue and Madonna and Prince and Michael Jackson to do it over 40 years and keep wow. making music for years. Serve? Yeah. It's crazy, and man. Whereas all these rappers right now made one album, done Glastonbury and they're done. 
Yeah. Why? What's inspired them? Just to get capacity, make some money, buy a crib? No, what's next? It's the spark. It's the spark. Because most people are looking for a flame. But you have to nature your spark. Because every human being has got a spark. Right? But if, I, if you see someone who's already burning, right? Who's already a burning campfire, guess what? You need to stop going and wanting to have the embers of that flame. You need to work on your spark. Because I tell you, when you work on your spark, you're going to be a burning flame. Every, hum, every human being has got a level of genius. Do you know what level of genius is? It's when your mind is in harmony with your thoughts and you're doing what you're passionate about. Every human can do that. I just want to add that. Something which I realize now yeah. is when I was younger, I think I was about 23, 24, I didn't have a spark. Yeah. But one thing I realized is how do I learn how to spark myself? Exactly. I sparked others. Yeah. I became a teacher and I sparked a lot of kids' aspirations and dreams. Yeah. I didn't have a spark myself. Yeah. I got into a profession where I'm not sure. Okay. People say, were well, you inspired to be a teacher? Not really. <laughs> but I sparked hundreds of kids' lives. Come on. And then I realized, wait a minute, I've got to spark my own. Wow. Wow. The spark. This just came on right now. I the love spark. It. I love and it. guess what? Our next podcast, we're going to be talking about just the spark exactly anyway thank you for listening in as we were ranting and going back and forth with each other the bleep test is amazing we love it check boop boop we're out i love it we've evolved another one out of it thank you for listening in and joining us the very end If you'd like to discuss any of the topics that you've just heard, connect with us on Instagram at mindfuel247. Please do share this with people you like and people you don't like. Subscribe to the channel so you can get notifications of any new upcoming episodes. And also, please do give us a nice five-star rating. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you.